Hello my friends, we're coming to the end of our studies in John's Gospel and uh, today I just want to read you uh, four little scriptures from John 14, 15 and 16 and then talk about the two possible responses to what Jesus says. Here we go. John 14 verse 13, he says, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may, may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. I just want you to note, he says, whatever you ask, and you may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Then, John 15, verse 7, if you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. And then, in verse 16 of John 15, you did not choose me, but I chose you, and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command, love each other. And then uh, in uh, John 16, he says, uh, verse 23, the second half, Very truly I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name, Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Now that's extraordinary, extraordinary. And uh, we can have one or two, two responses. Uh, first of all, we can respond, that doesn't work. That's not true. I've asked and I haven't received and uh, uh, that doesn't make sense. The problem with that is Jesus doesn't say it once, he doesn't say it twice, he doesn't say it three times, he says it four times in the course of one probable conversation in John's Gospel, as well as all the other times he promises in Luke's Gospel and in Matthew's Gospel and in Mark's Gospel. He says it again and again. He wasn't teasing us. He wasn't saying it just to say, ha, I'm going to get them to pray and then I won't answer. He said it again and again, and he meant it. And so the second possible response is to say, that's not happening in my life at the moment. That's not true in my life at the moment. So what do I need to do for it to be true? What do I need to do in order for, for that promise of Jesus to be true in my life? That is a really good response because that's the response that he wants and that's the response that causes us to pursue him and to pursue his word. So let's look at the context of these this repeated promise four times in the one talk. First thing he says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. So, <clears throat> sorry, our job 
is to remain in him, is to abide in him, is to be in his presence, is to know that we are joined to him. He is the vine, we are the branches, we're part of the vine. And and have his word remain in us. What does that mean? That means we, we be people of the book, that we, his promises, that his commands, his challenges, uh, the stories of faithfulness, the teaching that he gives remains in us. Your, your, your word, I have hidden your word in my heart, says the psalmist, so that I might not sin against you. You know it's possible to have more answered prayer, but have his word in you because because when he says and and ask whatever you ask in my name, you know, when we remain in him and his word remains in us, then what we ask, what we wish, what we want, what we long for becomes more and more aligned with his desires and his will, because we we want to please him. It's not about getting a Mercedes. It's not about getting a million pounds. It's not about getting a bigger house. It's about wanting his kingdom to come and his will to be done. And, and that becomes our heart's passion when we remain in him and his word remains in us. And then uh, he says also in this context, uh, he says not only that, uh, but but obey me, obey me uh, again and again. He says, if you love me, you will obey my commands uh, and and my father will love you and we will make our home with you. Do you know what? Asking him stuff, but not being willing to be obedient to what he's told us just doesn't work. And this isn't about jumping through hoops. This is obedience is is the language of love for God. We show our love more than by singing songs. It's by obeying what we know to be true. It's by stepping out in faith. It's, it doesn't mean that we never make mistakes. It doesn't mean that we never sin. Oh my goodness, look at David. Uh, if you want an example of someone who messed up completely, murderer, adulterer, and yet was still a man after God's heart, because his passion was was the Lord and he repented quickly and he repented easily. And when he messed up, he, he had the humility to acknowledge it. And then, uh, very interesting, in these passages, the third little, little bit is he says again and again and again, love each other, love each other as I have loved you. Do you know if we want to, our, our prayers are answered more then let us commit to one another. Let us commit to be part of the body and let us extravagantly love. What does extravagant love mean? It means loving like Jesus, as I have loved you. And as if we didn't understand that completely, he says, greater love has no one than this, than they lay down their lives for their friends. You're my friends if you do what I command you. And so that's the third one. And what's the fourth one? All of this is in this passage, it's surrounded again and again and again. It's the fourth chord. He comes back, Jesus, and he says, I will send the Spirit. I will pray to my Father and my Father will send you the Holy Spirit who will lead you into all truth, 
who will remind you of the things that I've told you, who would convict the world of its guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. And the spirit will be in you. I have been with you, but my spirit will be in you. I won't be, I won't, I'll be closer to you then than I am now. And so, if we want answers to prayer extravagantly, if we want to see miracles happen, if we want to see the world changed, if we want to see uh, the things that boulders that are in our way crushed and thrown away, the, 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 the boulders that, that, that keep the dead in their graves, if we want to see all that, then we remain in him and we allow his word to remain in us. We obey him with all that we have because we love him. We love one another as he loved us. And then fourthly, every day we say, fill me again with your spirit. May I dwell in your presence. May I sit at your feet. May I be surrounded by your love. And then we will suddenly see more and more as, we pray, as our prayer and our desires come more and more into alignment with God's will, we will see the miracles and we will know that he hears us. He hears us because we're obedient to him. Go for it, folks. God bless you.